Hi, I'm Sophie. Hi, I'm Paul. And we are SP Film Viewers. And for today's film that Sophie hasn't seen before is The Shape of Water, directed by Guillermo del Toro back in 2017. And it is a romance slash fantasy film with maybe a little bit of horror. Yeah, it's got this, it covers quite a lot, I'd say, in this film. Back end is definitely a, a horror. <laughs> <laughs> so this film's actually been cropping up quite a bit recently when we've been kind of looking at what films to be picking. Yeah, from the list where we do the random generator of spreadsheet. But... I think it's come up like the past three weeks or something ridiculous. Or something like that, yeah. So... And I've not really picked it. I've overpicked other films instead. And I was just like, there must be a reason why this keeps cropping up now. <laughs> I'm going to just have to watch it. And here we are. Yeah. So, initially, my first thoughts is when this lady comes on the screen that she is from Paddington. Yes. So she's a leading lady and she is called Eliza. Yeah. And the actress's name is Sally Hawkins and she does pretty powerful performance in this, really, I think, with how she is, particularly she's playing a, a mute character. It's amazing. It, it really is. She is really, really expressive with her face and Definitely, yeah. it comes across her feelings and her emotions. Obviously, her acting skills have to be even... More on point. Yeah, yeah because obviously she can't speak. So her expressions are... You, you feel how she's feeling and that is obviously a true reflection on how well of an actress yeah. she has portrayed this character. I do get a sort of 50s style feel to it. But then you corrected me, didn't you? Well, it's very close, though. It's 1960s when it's set in American, like, the I think the Cold War type era, I think, you know, like, Russia wanting to beat the Americans to the punch with doing things and all that kind of stuff. It was more the style of the clothing, so obviously yeah. it wasn't as much of a 50s feel, but, like, the hair and the shoes, you could tell yeah. it was an old-style yeah. kind of Definitely. feel. Yeah. Even though it wasn't only recently kind of been done in 2017 yeah it's, yeah it's like obviously they've chosen to put it into that time capsule yeah, yeah. it starts off quite somewhat like there's a magical feel about the air and you feel like there's this magic kind of music and there's like sort of whimsical aspect to it yeah this fancy element to it in that in that sense yeah and it's kind of like a lot based on obviously water because obviously it's called The Shape of Water, and you kind of get this magic of like how the light, I've noticed they were playing a lot on that, like how the light would hit the water, water. and the shimmer. The shimmer and things, yeah. And like, and I think that was linking with, obviously... What was to come. Yeah. Yeah. Which was quite cleverly done. I think you even mentioned there was a lot of blue and greens. Yeah, blue and t I think it's, well, teal as well. Mm. And greens, very prominent throughout, you know, in the walls and... Other things like a car, for example. Yes. That comes around later on and, and other things. And also the creature itself. Beans. That colour. It is a lovely colour. I did notice though, sidetracking to obviously with the colour. Yeah. The people who weren't a good character, it feels like they didn't have to portray the green as much. So like, for example, obviously I know Strickland had the teal car. He's the big bad, if you will, in this. Yeah, he's the big bad wolf. He's, he's horrible. He's actually horrible. Yeah. But then when you kind of saw his family, 
like the American Happy Life yeah. family. There were more yellows and Yeah, greens. more vibrant. It was like, yeah, it was kind of... looked like an old picture gone, like, kind of a wished-out colour. For him. Yeah. 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 So it kind of... that I seem to see quite dramatically a colour change within his home life, kind of yeah. change. It looked like a fade of, of a memory, even though he was living it. Mm-hmm. So... At the beginning, you're kind of getting the feel of, obviously, what Eliza's life is like. Obviously, being mute. She had some marks on her neck. It looked like something kind of... had caught, yeah. like, either being strangled or yeah. ca- caused her to be yeah. mute, I, yeah. I felt, personally. And you can kind of see her life kind of panning out and her somewhat struggles to say, I'd, I'd like to think she's quite a happy person in general. She does have quite a lot of supportive characters like friendships around her yeah like a neighbor that is such a lovely relationship it's like having your best friend living next door that's how it yeah kind of felt it reminded me a little bit of friends with the kind of the, the hallway yeah, and the just, two doors just like adjacent to one another yeah, yeah. and then just popping over and out and also a colleague as well her colleague genuinely is it's not it's more of a friendship isn't it it's not just somebody who is a co-worker. They do care and look out for one another. And like, oh, she's always clocking her in yeah. on time because she's always late and clocks her out and stuff. And really generally, it's her voice, I guess, Yeah, exactly. At work. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, because she obviously can't speak out for herself. So she's sort of like the running commentary of how things are going on throughout. And, but you can the, see it's not a, workplace. a manipulative thing. It's a... No, no, definitely not. ...true friendship of kindness and looking out for this girl she wants the best intentions for her mm-hmm. so she's quite lucky in that sense obviously they're both cleaners in this i was like to you what what even is this place like that they're cleaning in like obviously they do not get paid enough to, to do that what they do it's not like a government run area 51 type thing you know like keeping it away from the people so the, no, i think there's probably much. something in the uk probably or somewhere in america that this happens where there is like a, I do believe that like a government thing where things like this do happen and they just hide it this probably is such things as um like the avengers or something and we just don't know about it <laughs> that would be pretty sweet <laughs> or like mermaids but they're just like oh no we possibly couldn't put that into society because you know our heads would just explode wouldn't they but like mm. Obviously, there must be some... I always think there's some truth in these things. Because where do they come from? Where does that person's imagination kind of get to the, this point? Themes like that have been running for various years from when the 50s were, you know, with the whole you know, black and white science fiction films where they imagine, like, space, space aliens and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so, obviously, they've got this top mission now in this government place where they've got this new project which is going to bring in, like loads of money and it's kind of the thing where it's so important to keep this as priority one and it's massive Mm -hmm. which is actually this creature which is like a fish human scale man um human fish humanoid fish creature yeah monster but he's, he's not really like a monster they treat him like a monster but he's very very tamed somewhat really he doesn't really want to harm Unless he's provoked. Yeah. So it's quite a weird relationship that kind of starts to blossom. It starts off quite sweet and you can see that obviously Eliza can see herself in him because obviously he's misunderstood at times and she feels like 
she's the same he can't really speak either yeah. and they have this other kind of other level connection being different and yeah. he understands her sign language yes. so obviously she does sneak in a couple of times to have her lunch with him and she's like giving him an egg and then she's sign language in an egg and he starts yeah. to understand it yeah. Yeah. same with music he's starting to, to understand that and yeah so building this relationship of like knowledge and it's like kind of communicating in other manners and it's quite lovely to see that blossoming <laughs> but then it seems to be that it goes to want to kind of every lunchtime now it's like a, I'm, I'm, a must see him level yeah so obviously going back to this strickland character yeah. he is absolutely horrible he's like the worst human being you would ever know it it shows you what money can sometimes do to a human so like the level of success that you are the higher you up that he you could see he was run down with stress he was he didn't have any time for his family but he got all these nice new shiny things but he the human part of him i felt he was not human anymore he essentially a monster if you, if you he will. was yeah. The, yeah yeah he was the monster <laughs> compared to the fish scaly man this, yeah the, he had more feeling to the the scale fish man than him yeah so he does provoke as strickland the fish the creature, yeah. The creature yeah a lot and there is a scene where deservedly right he loses two fingers to strickland yeah, it's just before we even see know about the creature, so yeah. Yeah, and obviously the two ladies have to clean up, and this is how she gets yeah. kind of intrigued with all this. Yeah, but the fingers, I feel like, kind of a thing throughout the film, because obviously then gets them stitched back on. Yeah, and they need stitched back on. Yeah, and you need to see if they're gonna take obviously back onto his yeah. hands. Is it's obviously not very well with the fact that these have been. They're not going. It's not going right, mm-hmm. and obviously they turn end up turning black. Yeah, almost like the you know green and rotten, like the color of what the creature is. In a way, yeah. so it's kind of like contrasting. And it's starting to smell mm-hmm. as well yeah. at this yeah. point. So we will we'll touch back on the fingers later okay. because I think that that is kind of actually throughout the story is mm. okay. somewhat yeah. important too. Okay. So Eliza comes up with this brilliant plan that she's gonna have to steal Fishman. Well, I wouldn't say a brilliant plan. I think she just wants to set him free because it's like, you know, it's not right for him being kept up in this facility. Also, I think behind the background, I don't know if she's aware of this, but they're actually wanting to to kill him, aren't they? Dissect him, whatever, yeah. Look into him, see what he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do, don't you? So they're gonna learn things, but actually it'd be better if he lived because you could test you will not test on him but you could be examining him like from afar kind of not having to test and, and probe him but kind of watch his mannerisms so to speak she does actually get i've put here it's operation move the human fish that's <laughs> that's, that's my wordings <laughs> it's a good name <laughs> maybe not the slickest code name but yeah very, very on the nose i thought you'd <laughs> like that one <laughs> so they do actually do it quite successfully, but, however, if they didn't have... I've put him down as the mad scientist. Yeah, he's kind of like the... I presume the one who's like... who's got the other name, Dimitri. 
Yes. It's actually called Bob in this facility. It's kind of like the double agent type. Or Dr. Is it Ho- Holstetter? Hofstetter. Which I'm sure isn't that the, like the one from Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. weird, but anyway. Good Leonard, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's him who helps them out because I think he's he's kind of like wanting the best for the creature as well. Definitely is. And he's... I, I do feel for him because obviously once the creature has been taken away... You can kind of sense that some the shift of the film is moving now. It's like, okay, you've had this kind of build-up of getting to know the characters. It's been quite nice and pleasant mm-hmm. throughout. And then it's like this kind of getting to your action part, I'd say. Yeah. So you know that he's going to be a high suspect of the fact that this creature has gone missing because he didn't want to kill him. He wanted an extra 20 or 48 hours to kind of do a little bit more work on him. So... He's kind of got himself into a lot of issues, hasn't he, really? Yeah. So you kind of get to see a relationship grow between Eliza and the creature. Obviously, he's struggling living in her apartment, and there is a horrific scene where he eats her next-door neighbour's cat. Yeah, you weren't too happy about that. I knew that was coming. I'm thinking, oh, you're not going to like this. You're I, not going to like this. I was I not. Know, I, don't know, I don't know how this would, that would play out in terms of like, oh, he's gone downhill on my book kind of thing. Like, would you carry on like an even news that incident? Or Well, I wouldn't go as far as Eliza did, to be fair with him. Yeah. yeah. After his, uh, but then I guess it wasn't my cat, was it? It was my friend's cat. Yeah. So I don't, I know that sounds different, but it's like, well, that yeah. would change my mind if it were my own cat applied. Yeah. Yeah. Get on the streets. How dare you eat my cat? But maybe if it was someone else's cat, it might be a bit more forgiving. I don't know. Right. Okay. But I was I wasn't impressed with that scene. I I didn't like it. It's like I felt like that didn't need to be in. But yeah, I kind of agree with you there a little bit. But how kind of showing the ferocity of him even in these circumstances. But you probably didn't really. Needed to ram really. No, I don't. I don't really think. Other than did. the fact that it was really showing the fact, because obviously he ran off and scratched the neighbor's arm, mm, and he yes. got injured, and then obviously later on it, it comes into play that he does the he has these magical powers where he can sort of like Wolverine sort of pass on the like the healing factor mm. of healing the wound. So that's that's probably that's why that happened. Yeah. To, and to, to that the head. Yes. Also, with hair. his hair growing. Yeah. yeah, I don't know about whether you think this or not, but with the obviously the relationship that's building with between Eliza and the creature, any sort of similarities with that? Maybe like Beauty and the Beast. Kind of, kind Somewhat. Of... Obviously, in Beauty and the Beast, it's a little bit more tamed than yeah. <laughs> what yeah, this yeah, relationship yeah, becomes. Yeah. But I can kind of see the intrigueness from like Eliza being Belle, yeah. like. She's more fascinated by him. Yeah. And he's kind of not as aware of that or yeah. wanting that, yeah. that yeah. kind of relationship so, yeah. because he's not sure what that is. So, yeah, I do agree yeah. with you on that part. Yeah. So, there is a case of she's starting to really, really grow that kind of somewhat love towards him now. Um, obviously, there is a bit of scenes where they do kind of get it on. Yeah, um, thankfully not too graphically shown but it's just like you know implied that that's that happens happens. (laughs) which is is um, each to their own you know that's that's fine but i do think it was a bit i don't know 
just the thought of it kind of for me was a bit like mm, I'm not sure yeah. how I feel about yeah. that yeah like, I think that might could have been implied by simply like having a, a scene where she's kind of goes out the room doesn't she like yeah. back, I don't want to do this and then she's like oh, I'm going to go to bed and then but then she goes back in and unrobes mm. whereas if if she maybe she did that like a thing where she does that and maybe closes the door, you know, sort yeah. of like a suggestive thing, just that, and then that's. Like did you need to see yeah. it yeah. all kind of intertwining a little bit? You know. No, no, there's a, a problem no, with. There's like no, they're in, and obviously because again there wasn't anything graphic, but it was just. I think it's just a concept of it. I think yeah. for me, mm-hmm. more because obviously it is. It is at the end of the day, a creature. Yeah. Obviously, the creature is willing, you know, so it's not like anything like that. Yeah, it's yeah. just a bit more like, mm, I'm not sure how, yeah. how I'm feeling. Yeah. So, Eliza's now struggling with the fact that her plan was to obviously set him free. Which I think she still plans to go ahead, but she's not like, she's, no, you can't possibly go. But it's kind of obviously more heartbreaking as the days get closer to And obviously she's got so close to, to him. him now. It, she's finding that difficult to kind of have that kind of departure really whereas I think if she hadn't had that happen it she, it would have been easier on herself I, at this point it's kind of you've got like sh- the stress side with Strickland like trying to frantically find oh he's, yeah at this point he's kind of getting so desperate in his actions of trying to find yeah. out where this thing is and all that kind of stuff he's just and you can just... see him losing his psyche on yeah things. definitely yeah. he's actually turning more and more into a monster he's You've got like kind of the romance side where it's like with yeah. Eliza and the creature and that's like a nice kind of bit. And then you've got the horrible side, which is Strickland. And that's like, it can, it gets to a point where it gets really, really gruesome at the back end. And I'm like, I can't physically watch. So he's now kind of thinking that Bob Dimitri yeah, yeah. is a suspect and he's been kind of following him around. Yeah. And he kind of finds out that he... I think Bob has kind of got a split life going on, so he's obviously working for the Russians, Mm -hmm. but then didn't want to kill the creature. But he's been working for Strickland, and the same outcome Mm -hmm. was coming there. Yeah, 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 he doesn't want to do that either. So So then he went against both of them, which then meant he had two bad people (laughs) coming after him. So you knew, sadly, he was such a nice guy, he didn't deserve to die. No, he didn't really. But... It was inevitable that that was gonna gonna yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. So obviously the Russians come after him, and then Strickland kills the Russian people, and then kind of there's a bit of a oh, it was horrible. It really was. It was very bloody as well. And he shoots him to Strickland, and he shoots him in the. He's already had a shot in his. No, that I think that was the Russians who shot him. But then he puts. Him, oh, you put his finger in where oh. he's been shot, and just drags him over to the. Mm. And then there's a part where he's doing something to his stomach, like, and he's like all. pulling out, God knows what, and like because obviously he's been shot there, and he's in, and it's like oh, and he's like proper. You can see this man's proper in agonizing pain, and it's like this is just this is just horrible. No human would physically be able to do that because I can't even watch it. Never mind thinking of doing that to a human. So obviously he does slip out that the fact that it's the cleaners that been involved in this and he didn't know the names and he twigs on who mm-hmm. it is so he goes obviously to the cleaner um, Eliza's friend's yep. house and this is where it comes with the fingers so obviously he's got two black fingers decaying fingers yeah oh. <laughs> and I'm like 
but I'm confused. This film was like one minute going to a nice whimsical kind of romantical place and I was mm-hmm. really enjoying that. Yeah. And then it's like switched and we're like in Armageddon or something ridiculous and it's like horrible people are getting... What do you mean Armageddon? Feels like just blood massacre kind There's of thing. No blood and massacre in Armageddon. Well, it feels like it. It feels like there's loads. Like a horror film. Horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. And I'm like, I don't understand what I'm watching. Right. Have we changed the channel? No, we're watching the same thing, but this it's still horrific. So, go on. You're gonna have to tell him about the fingers because I can't. Well, he's basically explaining about this whole thing about Samson Delilah's story, and then while well, he's telling this story about is it philistines or something mm-hmm. that brings the, the temple down with him or whatever and then it, while he's explaining this anyway he just kind of pulls just pulls his dead fingers off and oh. just chucks them into the living so you see the, the bloody mess that's coming but from you the can bank. hear the yeah, crunching and the cracking of his bones while he's pulling oh, yeah. it off and i'm like yeah. so even when i'm covering my eyes i could still mm-hmm. i could still hear what was happening and it's like i feel physically sick so her husband chirps up that it's Liza that's got him. And this is where it gets, like, the action side of things, doesn't it? Because obviously Eliza's having to rush to the docks to free yeah. the creature. And then you've got Strickland coming, obviously, mm-hmm. after her. Yeah. So this is where it's near enough at the end, isn't it? Yeah. Where you get to see what the outcome is. It kind of gives you a bit of up and down, I'd say. At the end, it's quite cleverly action-packed with the way that you think that Strickland has got the best of both Eliza right. and the Fishman. Okay. And I thought it might have ended there. Yeah, you really thought it was going to be that morbid, in a sense. I didn't know at this point, yeah. because it had taken me through so many yeah. different emotions. I I didn't even know what hmm. to really comprehend. Until, obviously, like you were saying, he's got healing powers as a yeah. creature. So he, he magically heals himself himself but he's not really able to to heal eliza he doesn't do it while he's on land no anyways which i thought he might have tried to straight away do but something about it but he kind of picks her well he takes out strickland yeah oh yeah, think, yeah i think he wants Splashes to sort of throat. throw which is again just being destroyed by color that he seems to hate he doesn't have very much luck with the colour green or teal. No, he doesn't. Things does and things like the car, from, like we said before, when he's, we were doing the escape, that got totaled. Oh, yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> it must have cost a fortune, yeah. that car, and and it got smashed, yeah. didn't yeah. it? <laughs> Thanks. So, yes, it ends up being destroyed by something that he pretty much despises. Yeah, I feel like he deserved to die. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. He was the monster in this, yeah. not, not the creature. Yeah. yeah. But, so, as you said, he... After that, he jumps in the, the canal with her and in in the water, able to transform her into being, well, <laughs> come alive and also acquire gills on the neck so that she can breathe. Is that what that was? Yes. I didn't twig onto that. I did not see that properly. No, I no. just thought it was referring to her, her scratches, but because it was where her scratch marks were. Yes, that's what, yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's that did register. Gills. So he's kind of transformed her into... Into, so that they can both live, live in water. Kind of ends, just them kind of... In yeah, the, embraced in... In the water. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know if that would be a case of... Because at the end it does say that they didn't know... Yeah. That Eliza... Uh, 
if he rescued her or not. Yeah. She's not like she came to visit and say, I'm all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, there was no end credits coming, like, bobbing around for two or anything like that. No. It's um, just, that's it. And it was her neighbour's voice yeah. saying it and yeah. saying, obviously, she was misunderstood for most of her life yeah. and that now he realised that she has pursued yeah. her, her life with, with love in mind. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's how it ends. And I was a little bit like, wow, I've gone on this roller coaster of whimsical, magical, romantic, mystical kind of creature to kind of like dark and horrific horror yeah. at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's why it does emerge into so many categories. If I'm completely honest, I preferred for me, because I don't like gore and I don't like blood or anything, mm-hmm. like, I would have said I preferred the beginning part of the film more. Mm-hmm. For the whimsical kind of magical romance yeah. that yeah. was blooming for me, that's okay. You're saying that it's very much reminds me quite a lot of another film that that sort of has that feel to it, especially because again there was like a lot of French inspired mm. music in that. Yes, um, a film called Amelie, which is kind of like that daydreamy whimsical aspect throughout the film. So at some point we can yeah. see it, and you probably like that. Yeah, that sounds fairly positive, but what is the mm. actual score? It's quite interesting to think of a score, because I feel like I did prefer the, the beginning part to the end, and the ending, obviously now that you've explained that she got gills, I didn't even right, okay. twig on to that part. So I I obviously was aware he'd done something that she could live underwater. And, right, but what... because she was awake at... Yeah, so I knew she was awake and she was able, but I didn't know he'd given her gills um, to enable her to live underwater. I don't know what he'd done. Okay. (laughs) And the ending, I don't feel like that was a strong ending, so to speak. It was good. Right. But I don't think it, you know me, I like a little bit more than that. I like to be more fulfilled. Maybe if you'd have seen some little green creatures, because obviously they could, you know, maybe they've had a family. Under the sea or something. <laughs> okay. No, I, don't, I, don't th- I think that would really re- quite take away from the whole. I think it was a good ending, almost, but not not tragedy, so to speak, but kind of like bittersweet. Yeah. You know. Heart, I know what you mean, but, but I don't think that. I think it was really well done the way that they did the whole era and mm-hmm. the music that they had and everything. It really, yeah. really had like its own niche. I felt it. It was. You could see that everything that they did was a thought behind. Well, yes, yeah, Del Toro does well in portraying the obviously this love of cinema that he has, and especially the fact that there was various parts where obviously, like on the TV, there was always constantly like some you know, old timey TV yes. musical stuff, and and also the fact that there's a cinema downstairs below from the apartments, which would, again was showing screenings, and there's one point where the fish creatures were obviously when he's escaped from the, the apartments and he's kind of just there, like, standing in awe of the what's on the screen kind of yeah. thing, which is kind of it's quite a magical thing, you know, even even sea creature <laughs> beings can appreciate cinema. <laughs> I knew you'd love that bit. Yeah, yeah. So for that aspect, I did really, really enjoy watching it. There was, like, the way that they, he portrayed water, Mm, Even true. like when she was sat on the bus. Yeah, and... no, you got that. Yeah, the rain, rain droplets going on the air. Sorry, poetic. Yeah, yeah and the movements. And the mu- it went with the music, music. Yeah. and there was always like a shimmer to 
Like you said before, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it just did feel like he was under the sea. For, yeah. For quite a bit of it. Mm-hmm. So I think that the actual cinema part of it yeah. was very, very, very appealing. And I, I'm surprised at how much I did see of this. So obviously I'm learning more movies that we are watching. Because mm-hmm. I don't think I'd have ever even picked up on that beforehand. Mm-hmm. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> I do think, for me, obviously the back end, it was it was strong, but maybe not as much blood and gore for my okay. liking. I feel like that kind of spoilt it a little bit because it it had this other level that it didn't need to go that, that dark. dark. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but, okay, yeah. Okay. Because I think they were doing so well with the romantic kind of side that of it. Side of it, yeah. It didn't need to pan that far in. Yeah. But maybe for other viewers that like that kind of horror thing, that might work for them. So I'd say I would probably watch it again because I think there'd be lots of things I will have missed. Mm-hmm. And there's probably other little hidden, hidden treasures in there that I haven't even seen. Yeah, it is very good to rewatch this one, I'd say. But what's your final score then? I'd say a 7.5. I think it's been knocked a little bit just for the gore, blood and gore for me. Okay. I would probably want to score it maybe an 8 just for the cinema. That's fair. Maybe as- if you saw it again at a later date, you might change. Your- yeah, yeah. I, but I think obviously... At this moment in time, you're going for a 7.5. What about you? I think my scoring for this, I'm going to go middle ground as well. So it's going to be an 8.5. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I can I can value that. Yeah. Is that more for the cinema kind of appeal to The aesthetic it? and stuff. And the fact that how Del Toro is, I mean, is from his other films, he's, he's got obviously a real love for little monsters. I mean, he did... You've seen Pacific Rim. Oh, yes. Massive monsters and stuff. So, yeah. And the, the the way that... She, and also he's done... Directed Hellboy, which... Oh. The guy who was in the fish... Humanoid fish costume... Mm-hmm. Was the same guy who was the... The fish guy in, <laughs> in that film as well. So, I mean, it's impressive how he's still doing these practical effects. Mm. With, you know, the costumes and stuff. And making the monsters look... Fairly realistic. Yeah, no doubt. Rather than just CGI nonsense. And just, they're all a bunch of really interesting characters. I kind of like how, obviously, the get go Strickland is a nasty character. You already get the sense of that just in the way his mannerisms and his yeah. stern face and everything. But then this whole derailing of him as he goes along, well, I suppose I'd be pissed off. I've just lost two of my fingers and they're not, not taking. Yeah, and then his car gets smashed into and he's going to lose his yeah. job if he doesn't. Yeah. And then uh, that aspect of how he's like popping these candies, like pills kind of thing, and he's kind of like, when he's eating them sometimes, he's kind of like, that determines his mood, how he's eating them yeah. kind of thing. Like If he's like stressed, he's kind of just choosing. Yeah. Right, which he kind of explains when he's torturing Dimitri okay. and stuff. But... And yeah, I do. I mean, I do like the whole hopeless romantic aspect to it. All the you know, thing, you know, like how everything's all peachy and stuff, and the fact that you know how the love develops, but then it's you know you've, you've got to let it go. Yeah. Type of thing to for the best. Because you can see how happy Eliza is when she's at work, and yeah, kind of like everything's all rosy, kind yeah. of so so to speak. I just like that whole dynamic that's not going on. I, th- I think it is really, really well done film. It's 
definitely something to watch. The only reason why I've marked it, I, I won't even say I've marked it down that much. No, no. I think it's more it's just spot. because of the gore for me, because at like yeah. the back end of the film, I don't think I watched much of it, because <laughs> no. really to the ending, I was, I was no. literally covering my eyes, and it's like, that's not what I would class as an enjoyable experience. <laughs> but the first half was Solid, wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it really was. I think it has a brilliant concept behind it. It's obviously showing a meaning as well. Mm. Of like you can l- love, love whoever, whoever. Can, can, no matter. Also, massive. We have to say that the fact that she played a mute character, and I think this is I've never seen that really before. Yeah, it must be actually really fairly difficult to not be able to speak and only deliver with expressions, mute, yeah, expressions and, and stuff. And Without, kind of, you know, obviously not being a mute, having to pretend to be mute and not say yeah. anything when you're doing stuff. So. Also, like, kind of the her actions, mm. like, the way that she had to, yeah, like, kind to do, of... like, you know, how strongly she felt about what she was trying to deliver a word in. Yeah. Like, and, like, kind of, like, say me, kind of, like, when yeah. she was trying to explain to yeah. her neighbour to save yeah. the creature, she was so passionate yeah. about it. And I think that was a whole new <laughs> level of acting for me personally that I haven't seen before mm-hmm. oh, and finally um, one thing I wrote down I don't know if you did about the only part where she does actually vocalise is when she does this like musical number I that's... don't really feel like this added much it was more like a dream state wasn't it yes it was because she was trying to express through song but obviously you knew it was not truly happening but I thought it was quite an amusing thing and it was actually based off a Ginger Rogers Fred Astaire Oh, really? I can kind of see that, thing. yeah. Cause, which is kind of funny seeing a, a fish creature doing a <laughs> musical <laughs> It does look... Yeah. It has that kind of sense of era yeah. to it. Yeah, it does. But that just shows how much she cares. She wants to express that, obviously, but she can't physically can't do that through her words, so she's kind of imagining it. But that's how strongly she feels about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it just made it look, it was more like a bit of a cliche kind of dancing scene that popped up. But again, I think it's more of a love for cinema, really. So. Yeah, especially with the... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we're... Yeah, Yeah. all good. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening to my thoughts and I hope that you go check out this film because it is is beautiful to watch. I heartily agree. That's, It's definitely one to watch if you haven't seen it before. And especially if you like Del Toro's monster-type films. (laughs) (laughs) So we are actually doing something really fun this weekend to come in. So it's Paul's birthday weekend um, next weekend. So obviously we have a love for cinema and we always would normally be going to the cinema quite regularly. If there's something in the cinema, we would be going. So what we're going to do is we're going to make a home cinema experience. So I've already ordered like the pick and mix. We've got it all sorted. And Paul's going to have like a movie day where he gets to pick, which he still hasn't done yet. No, that's a narrow, try and narrow it down from some things I've, either things I've seen, but I want to obviously see, watch again. And some things that are like, oh, I've been sitting on the shelf for a while and like to see now, you sort of got some time dedicated to do that and, Stuff, so it's kind of like having to think about what is very important. <laughs> so we might have a, um, a choice for films, basically, basically, of what we want to review. Yeah. So it might we're not sure if it's going to be a 
double we haven't seen. Or if mm. it's a case of Sophie has seen or... Yeah, something like that. I don't know yet, but... But I'm definitely looking forward to having to have a movie marathon weekend. Regardless, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even if it's if it's only if it only becomes one thing that we review, but it would just be nice just to have that thing of just having a chill and Yeah, know. I think we should probably put a list on of what when what what, what the viewings are. Um, oh yeah, I'll do like an Instagram post of like his here's what we're watching today. yeah <laughs> so if anyone wants to join us you're more than welcome to on that yeah. so thank you again yes thank you very much for listening to our review and don't forget you can check out our other episodes on podbean spotify itunes wherever else you might get your podcast from and of course you can follow us on social media under the handle sp film viewers on instagram facebook and twitter Please do go and follow us, like us. Paul does a lot of effort on keeping that up to date. We'll also take, we'll also take a picture of his pick and mix bag because I am so excited for that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm more excited about that than the movies. <laughs> <laughs> so take care, everyone, won't you? Yes, thank you once again, and we'll speak to you next time. Speak to you next time. Bye, Bye. now. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.